We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for May 1st, 2023. I'm going to play a video. It's entitled, God is exposing everyone planted by the devil in your life. Now, probably should say God should be exposing everyone planted by the devil in your life. This is something God should be doing if you're at, if you are an actual Christian. It would be part of the whole chastisement program if God wants to purge people out of your life that are not good for you. And this would be normal. This would be normal for for a Christian. So um, it's about 12 minutes here. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. How to spot if someone is sent by God or the devil? We are designed by God to live and relate with people. No one can live independently of others. As a matter of fact, we are all products of the influence of people in our lives. No matter who you are, no matter what type of personality you have, the people around you that you spend time with, they influence you. Everyone is influenced by someone. Our lives become good when we follow after people that are godly and the reserve is the case when we follow ungodly people to influence us. When you are born again, your friendship circle will change. And that is the truth. In well, it should change. I mean, obviously. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, Paul admonished the Corinthian believers to be imitators of him, even as he imitates Christ. In the same order, we must not open our lives to the influence of people that are not followers of Christ. The devil knows the power of influence. Therefore, he sends ungodly people into our lives to corrupt God's good plans for us. Hence, we need to discern the people around us, whether they are sent by God or the devil. We cannot do away with everyone in our lives, but we can choose our friends. We can choose to walk with those that love and serve God the same way we do. The first way to spot if someone is sent by God or the devil is by what they encourage you to do. There are people sent by God to encourage people to live righteously and to help them work on their weaknesses. Such people will never take advantage of you. Although they know your weaknesses, they will cover you up and help you grow above them. People that are sent to you by God will discourage you from sinning against Him. They will encourage you to carry out spiritual activities. They will encourage you to pray and fast and study the Word of God. But when a person encourages you to sin and to follow the trend of the world, such person is sent by the devil. There are people that can come into your life and make you worse than you used to be. If your friend encourages you to lie, to hate, to gossip, to commit sexual immoralities, I want you to ask yourself this question. Is that person sent by God or the devil? 
God will not send you a friend that will encourage you to commit adultery. God will not send you a friend that will encourage you to live a double life. God will not send you a friend that will encourage you to do things that will put you in danger of hell. Those people are the devil's messengers. 1 Kings 21 verse 25 says, But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. Jezebel was the brain behind Ahab's evil deeds. She encouraged him to do evil and to work wickedness in the sight of God. That is the same way many people choose friends and marriage partners and encourage them drink, fornicate, tell lies, cheat and commit sin against God. Ahab was a weak man, a weak and spineless man who married a woman like Jezebel. And all Jezebel did was direct Ahab into sin. And this is something that is happening in today's society. People marrying people who direct them into sin and darkness. Examine the people around you. Examine what they encourage you to do. Examine their characteristics. Examine their traits. I have a lot of life experience and as a pastor I see a lot of things. And in my years in the ministry I have seen that one of the mistakes the devil wants people to make is to believe this lie. The lie that I can hang around with people and not be influenced by what they do. I have seen it time and time again with young and old people. They say, although all of my friends practice sex before marriage, I am going to remain celibate. Are you sure? Although my friends do drugs, I won't do drugs and I won't fall for peer pressure. Are you sure? Although my friends go out to the clubs and cheat on their husbands and wives, I will go with them and stay faithful to my wife or my husband. Are you sure? 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33 NIV Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. 1 Corinthians... I will give you the KJV version of that uh, next. Verse 33 NKJV oh. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. These are not my own thoughts. This is literally the word of God. And like I said, the lie okay, that. Since we're talking about that, um, the KJV, 1 Corinthians 15:33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Communication, the outline of biblical usage here. Okay, from the Greek, it would it would mean companionship or communion. Whoever you're communing with or having companionship, evil communications or evil companionship or communion corrupt good manners. Manners, the outline of biblical usage, would mean morals or character. So if you hang out with people, if you 
have companionship or communion with evil people, okay, it's going to corrupt your morals or character. It's just cause and effect. It's just, it's going to happen, okay? doesn't matter how strong you are. You don't want to put yourself in that position. Put, not putting yourself in the position, that's the biblical thing to do. Um, putting yourself in the position and thinking, I'm going to be strong enough to resist this is not the biblical thing to do because you're putting yourself into a position of temptation. And, you know, like the Lord's Prayer, you know, keep us, deliver us from temptation. You're asking God to do something or deliver you. So you don't want to just overtly put yourself into that position. Now, I understand certain certain things can maybe come up in life where you find yourself, and it wasn't even your intention, and you find yourself in these situations. Um, and what you would just want to do is try to extricate yourself from those situations as quickly as you can and pray about it in these these types of things the devil wants you to believe is that i can hang around with people and not be influenced by what they do that is a lie the second way to spot if someone is sent by god or the devil is whether they lift you up or they tear you down 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 14 says, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. Be careful of those that always tear you down. Every word they say is to bring you down. Sly remarks sly evil comments every time they speak to you it is to bring you down a peg everything they're they not edifying you they're doing the exact opposite they're bringing you down and i don't mean you know like saying things to you to like puff you up or give you some kind of false whatever shine type of thing these are people that are just kind of malicious in in their actions and they want to belittle you because that makes them feel better about themselves. And many times what it also does is it gets the spotlight off them and onto you so that you can be manipulated easier because you feel inferior. You've been beaten down. The spotlight's off them. They're the ones that are, that are the guilty party. Okay. But they want to make sure that you're beaten down so that they can keep you under under their feet so that they can control you and manipulate you and that they feel better about themselves and they have this control power. These are narcissistic type tendencies. These are also potentially sociopathic or psychopathic tendencies that are very prevalent, I hate to say, in this modern day world. And they're not tendencies that you should really ever see in a Christian. You, you shouldn't see that behavior in a true born-again Christian. They, they shouldn't want to go around manipulating people and tearing them down and, and um, making them feel horrible about themselves so that, so that they can control them. That is not biblical. That, that is wicked. Say is to defeat you or to make you feel less good about yourself. God will never send anyone to tear you down, regardless of your current state in life, even if you are not living up to God's standard yet. 
the sign that God sends a person to you is that he or she will encourage you and give you the message of hope and restoration if you repent. God does not... When you treat them like the golden rule, rule, the golden rule states, like you would want to be treated. Okay, that's all we're talking about here. We're not talking about something super complicated here. I mean, my the marriage that I did have, I mean, this is all that I experienced was being tore down, belittled. If you saw pictures of me from that time frame, I mean, I looked just pathetic in these pictures. I looked so different from like pictures prior and even after when after I got like back on my feet in in um you know I was able to actually get you know serve God afterward and that was another thing that she really manipulated and forbid me to do was any kind of of consistent at the time church going I I no that would always be it would always be you have to choose me or God and I lived that way for a long time. Um, and it was horrible. I mean, it was like it just sucked the life out of me. And um, it's a horrible way to live. And I have compassion on any Christian that, that has experienced that. And I think most of us have to a certain extent. Maybe it was from your parents when you were growing up. Um, maybe it was from a spouse. Maybe it was from you know a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it's a horrible way to live and it's not godly it's not godly to go around doing this to people um can you imagine jesus doing that you know what i mean (laughs) it's no no of course not but these are typically very insecure narcissistic people that have to tear you down in order for them to be puffed up and to rule over you and they're typically they're going to try to separate you from anything that is good in your life they'll they'll they, she separated me from I understand my family was secular but she totally divided me from my family they want to get you off isolated because you're easier to control and stay beaten down when there's no other positive outside influences in your life it's easier to maintain the brainwashing and something I haven't even discussed is the demons that are at play with this these demons are are there and they want to keep you locked down in this horribly beaten down depressed mode and it's not of god it is absolutely 100 percent not of god and if you're in that position you need to pray to god to break these chains off that that you be liberated that the captives be set free and that you're able to actually um fulfill the calling that god has placed in your life remember i talked before about the books that are written about us in heaven okay the Bible talks about it. The, the devil does not want you fulfilling the books that are already written about you in heaven. God knows the beginning from the end. He does not want you fulfilling those books. And these types of people are integral in your life to get you to not fulfill your books. If you're a Christian in today's day and age, it's not an accident. He called you here for this time for the season by design you may not feel like that but god knows better and you may be in a horrible situation i've been in horrible situations i've been in situations where i just prayed god would kill me just kill me god i'm I'm suffering so much just either make it worse and let me get through this quicker or kill me 
I've said that to God on more than one occasion because I didn't want to live the way I was living. I was under so much chastisement from God and I deserved every bit of it in that particular case. 100% brought it on myself, blame nobody but myself. If I got what I deserved, I'd get death and hell. I'd be the first one to admit it. But he did have mercy, but oh boy, did I experience the valley. I experienced um, the chastening of God. I experienced that. Um, <laughs> oh man. And it can be just, it was the worst thing I've ever been through. A year of it. A good, solid year. And that didn't even have anything to do with my, my wife. My Well, if you could call her that, it really wasn't a... We were married at a courthouse from a justice of peace on a dare. She said, you're not man enough to marry me. And I was kind of under her spell and married her. You know, she already had two husbands before me, two after, had multiple kids by other men. I mean, you know, it wasn't a, there was nothing about it that was biblical at all. Um, so I have messed up royally in my life and then after even after that i messed up just even worse almost should have known better but um i was not brought up in any kind of biblical manner i mean you couldn't have much more of a secular upbringing and godless and i still had a ton of that in me even after i got saved i wasn't just um all of a sudden, I knew how to behave like a Christian, and I had it all figured out. In, in, I still had a lot of kinks that needed to be worked out, and that was through God's chastisement. And it, I'm not saying I'm still not being, uh, you know, uh, under God's correction. I don't think any of us ever get to the point where I mean we're walking around in sinless perfection and there's nothing more to really work on and you know we're we're good with God and you know <laughs> I mean I, I don't know I mean maybe maybe there are people like that I imagine um, but um, everybody comes from different backgrounds and have gone through different stuff and and some people were raised in the church and some people were not exposed to like the things I was exposed to at very early ages in 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 just the secular mindset and the hatred toward god that i saw particularly with my dad um a lot of people were brought up in the church and they didn't they weren't so damaged by all that you know but then there's people like me that were <laughs> so it's a miracle i got saved praise the lord jesus christ but uh anyway we'll, we'll go further send people to give you a message that there is no hope for you when Jesus came to the world, he wasn't condemning people to hell. Rather, he lifted their souls up by preaching the love of God and the access to God's kingdom. Every true prophet God sent to the Israelites warned them of their sins and gave them the message of consolation and hope. Anyone that tears you down and makes you to lose hope in God is sent by the devil. Job says that there is hope for a tree if it be cut down, because at the scent of water it will sprout again. Watch what people say to you. Their words will either lift you up or tear you down. Do you get encouraged? 
or discouraged and depressed each time that a friend or neighbor of yours comes around you. Now you yeah. can judge. Yeah, I mean, okay, you, so let's say you have uh, friends. Taylor's experienced this. I've experienced this. You know, you're around a particular person. And even if you don't have a knockdown, drag out argument or whatever, when you're done communing with that person, okay, like the Bible talks about there, you tend to have a very bad day or a very bad week or you tend to get in fights with other people over things that you shouldn't be getting in arguments about you tend to have a negative outlook that is not a good sign that that is a good person for you in your life and they can call themselves christian all day long but if this is the consistent experience you're having being around a person like that i would advise you to get away from them um now i understand there's times that you would witness to an unsaved person or the this isn't really what i'm talking about here it's more communion it's more yoking up uh, we're not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers the bible says and um I, but i understand the bible also says in first corinthians 5 that it, it talks about you know if you had to totally disassociate yourself with unbelievers you'd have to go to another planet essentially it's the end part of first corinthians chapter five okay so that's not practical either um so there is there's this balance i think that the bible talks about as an individual do not be the person that always tears people down be careful with your words be careful with your choice of words the third way to spot if someone is sent by god or the devil is to check the kind of fruit they bear. This is one of the quick... And the fruit you bear after you've just had interaction with them, like I just mentioned. This is in the kingdom. Everyone bears a fruit. What kind of fruit an individual bears tells you the driving force behind his or her life. In Matthew 7, verse 15 to 18, Jesus warned us, saying... Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. False people do not have any tag of identification. The way to discern them is through the fruit they bear. Jesus said, We shall get to know false prophets by their fruit. The same principle applies to everyone around us, and in our lives. Anyone sent by God will prove it by bearing godly fruits, and anyone sent by the devil will bear evil fruits. A good tree will only bring forth good fruit, and a bad tree will only bring forth bad fruit. If anyone comes around your life... Okay, but I think we also have to temper this with don't expect, like, 
the way they're talking here, it's almost like whoever's going to come into your life is going to basically be like this sinless perfection. And that's not realistic either. I mean, even Paul, the greatest of all the apostles, said, Oh, what a wretch of a man that I am. Who should deliver me from the body of this death? The things that I shouldn't do, that I do. And the things I should do, that I don't do. Okay, so Paul was even acknowledging, even, you know, he was most likely the greatest apostle that ever lived, that, you know, he had stuff he was struggling with too. Now, we're not to use our liberty for an occasion of the flesh, and we're not to sin that grace may, ab may abound, but I also don't think you should hold your, your friends to a, a standard like sinless perfection either, because you're not going to do that, and neither are they. But sh iron sharpens iron, and I think this we need to take this type of video as a, in a generality that are they moving in a godly direction? overall in their life and are they trying to move you in that direction it doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect though i'm not perfect i mean i don't know anybody that's perfect other than jesus christ so i think we also need to be realistic as well and this video doesn't really give a lot of I mean, it doesn't really talk about that part of it and i think it's important to at least mention that examine the kind of fruit he or she bears Anyone bearing the fruits of unrighteousness cannot... And again, I don't know. This is like the line of Judah. I have no idea what their deal is on what their belief system is and stuff like this. I'm just gleaning from this video like I would glean from a lot of the stuff that, that I do. And I always try to post the links to all these so that, you know, they're they're given credit for this. And I'm not, I'm not trying to hide stuff regarding that. I'm going to talk about that subject um, coming up here pretty soon lead you into the path of holiness. A sinner cannot encourage you to be a saint. More so, it takes a person walking and producing the fruit of the Spirit to help you walk in the Spirit too. Watch out for the character and virtue produced by the people in your life. Their character and virtue speaks a lot about who sent them. It is impossible for anyone sent by the devil not to exhibit the characteristics of the devil, no matter how they try to pretend. But they may be very, very good at the beginning at hiding that. And they can come off, and again, they're, they don't talk about that here, but they can come off, fake it till you make it type of thing, as like the most godly Christian you've ever been around. Like far more godly than you'll ever be. And then they get you under their power and under their a lot of cults work this way and they get you under their power and then you see how ungodly they really are but it's too late because you're already into their brainwashing and mind control and there's all these demons at play and you don't see anymore because you've been blinded i mean you you can look back on your life i'm sure like i did with a lot of times i'm like what was i thinking well i was demonically being manipulated controlled and blinded I mean, the things I did in my past, I'm like, what was I? Oh, my word. I mean, I, what was I thinking? Well, you weren't. You, you weren't thinking biblically. You weren't thinking. You were, you were like under, like, demonic control to a certain extent. God had still had his hand on me, but I had put myself in that position, and you reap what you sow. So, I think this is about over here. If we are careful enough and we make the word of God as guide, we will not fall victim to human agents 
sent by the devil into our lives. Yeah, well, I've fallen victim many, many times. And also, another thing I might add in there, I learned from those mistakes. And you could have said when I fell victim to, like, my ex-wife or there was other circumstances. Well, see, you've fallen away. You're no good. God's done with you. You could have pronounced uh, that God was done with me. No, he wasn't. This was for my chastisement. This was for, okay, <laughs> now you're going you're gonna to see the... Um, there was one pastor that described it. God said when he chastens you, he starts you out with fine grit, sandpaper, fine grit. Okay, which is really not very coarse and then he moves you up to double lot grit which will take your hide right off your body if you don't respond and and this is typically what will happen but just be careful about judging somebody if they're in the middle of chastisement because of maybe associations they've had or things that they've done because the film hasn't been developed yet that was a uh, melvin sisson was an evangelist uh at the baptist church love that man um, he was an evangelist. He went around and, and spoke at different Baptist churches. You can probably find him online. Man, he can preach. Whew. I mean, I'm talking that. Melvin Sisson can preach. Um, and um, he, had a, he had a sermon called The Film is Being Developed. I love that sermon. Because he's like, you know how like when you, you take a Polaroid and you, and you, you, um, and a lot of you may not know what a Polaroid is, but it's the, the old, older cameras that actually put the, 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 it took a picture and the, and the picture came out of the bottom of the camera when you took it. And then what you did is you put it, you turned it over on the table and then it developed over the next, I don't know, two or three minutes. And then you turn it back over and then it would be developed. Well, the film is being developed. I mean, your life isn't complete yet. The race hasn't been finished yet. The, the film hasn't been developed yet. You're, you're looking at the middle of the race. You're not looking how it's going to turn out in the end. So it's just a kind of a warning about judging other people about, oh, well, look at them. They're this and that. God's done with them, obviously. You don't know. I mean, man, I've been, I've fallen pretty hard. You, there's a whole bunch of times you could have looked at me and said, God was done with me. And I, I would have deserved it. I'm surprised he wasn't. But in his mercy, and it was a lot of chastisement in that mercy. It was, oh man, it was a lot of, whew. Oh man, I'm telling you. But in his mercy, you know, he picked me up. But sometimes it took a long, this was years of me going through this off and on. You know, and then it finally kind of led to when I got through these dark things that I had to go through because of my own selfishness, because of my own worldliness, um, because I had so much of the world in me, even after I got saved, I wasn't, I mean, I got saved by reading and route to global occupation by Gary Kaw, you know, and the guy that gave me the book, the chiropractor I practiced with, you know, he ended up cheating on his wife and, in um, uh, oh man, what he did to his wife. I can't even believe and he's not repented to this day. I still love the man, but I, I don't understand how a Christian does that to his one of the godliest Christian women I have ever met in my life. 
probably has more joy of the Lord than anybody I've personally ever been around. Absolutely blows me away and puts me to total shame. She's like childlike in in her innocence in in like her joy of the Lord. It is it's it's insane. I've never seen anybody like her. And this guy, my colleague, cheated on her, left her for a barmaid, and was all going to church at the same time, had kids with her, left his poor Christian wife, who I'm still friends with to this day, totally devastated. She was devastated for years over that. And I could not understand how the guy that basically led me to the Lord could do that to his wife and have no consciousness of sin. No, no conscience was not bothered at all. Clearly could care less. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm just not wired that way. I can't do that to somebody and just, no, I'm good. I have hurt. A lot of women in my past and this was going really way back this is primarily before I was saved and um, I've been hurt too and I, I mean I still to this day like oh think about some of the things I did and, and just cringe and wish I could tell them how sorry I am uh, but a, a lot of it you can't find people, you know. But yeah, there's, I don't know. I just wanted to throw that that last part in too, because because there, I think with a video like that, it tends to be very very dogmatic, and it almost comes off a little bit sanctimonious, and very very just black and white. There's no there's no levels of gray, and I don't mean God's gray. I just mean okay, well, let's be also merciful. Let's temper this with mercy. Let's temper this with. The film is being developed. Let's temper this that God deals differently with every single Christian. Let's temper this that God and everybody enters into a relationship with Jesus Christ differently. You may come from an incredibly secular, party-hardy, godless background. And that's different if you were brought up in the church and all you've ever known is the church and the Lord. It's different. So... I just, I'm reluctant to want to judge a person in that regard, you know, because I know God extended, <laughs> and still does, boatloads and boatloads of mercy toward me. And, you know, I, I'm reluctant to want to, like, point the fingers, oh, you're, God's done with you, and you're, you're what, I look at what he did with me, and, and I think he can, he can do that for anyone else. Okay, so um, let's go further. And, and again, these are these are just the Bible verses regarding what we just heard. Bible verses on separation from unbelievers in the world. James four four, ye adulterers and ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity? Enmity basically means war with God. So if your friendship, if your friend of the world, well, whosoever therefore is a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Okay, that's that's sobering. That's super sobering. Um, Luke 12, 51 through 53. Jesus said, suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth? With a question mark. 
I tell you nay, but rather division. From henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father, the mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother. The mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. When I got saved, all my friends basically pretty much wanted nothing to do with me. Because I pretty much let them all know what happened. Um, I communicated them in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes I sent them a track or, you know, it was different for everybody. And man, oh man, they wanted nothing to do with me because I was the biggest party animal. I mean, I took it to extremes. And they could not understand who I had become. Um... They didn't compute. And my mom and dad, oh man. Oh, oof. I mean, that was basically up until, you know, shortly before they died. It was, it was pretty much that way, even with them. You know, so I can understand that these verses in Luke. Amos 3 3. Can two walk together except they be agreed? With a question mark? And again, this is why you, you want to be careful who you're walking to, who you're yoked up with. And again, we already said this one, be not deceived, evil communications, corrupt good manners, communication, companionship, manners, morals, or character. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18, I kind of said the first part, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what righteousness hath, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord, the word concord means agreement, hath Christ with Belial, or the devil? Or what part hath he that believeth, meaning believing on Christ, with an infidel? An infidel is a non-believer in Christ. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. Christians are carriers of the Holy Spirit. A real born-again Christian is a carrier of the Holy Spirit. So ye are the temple of the living of God, because the whole that's where the the, the, the Spirit of God used to dwell, like in the in the Old Testament with the with the uh, Ark of the Covenant in the Holy of Holies, the presence of God. Now we're the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell on them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. What if you don't do that? What if you don't come out from among them and be separate? And you're touching the unclean thing. Well, he's not going to receive you. Now, that doesn't mean you're all of a sudden you're unsaved. Okay? But if you can do that, if you can go and party and, and do things the Bible says not to do and hang out with people you shouldn't be hanging out with, and do the things the world does, and there's no chastisement on your life, that is not good. That is not good. And I'll get into that verse in a second. So wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord. But remember, this whole thing is predicated on coming out from among them and being separate, saith the Lord, and touching not the unclean thing. Then he will receive us. Then he will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Now, this isn't about works-based salvation, but if you don't do that and you're a real born-again Christian, well, then here's what happens. Here's what should happen. And I'll give you this. Um, 
let's see here. Okay, and I was going to get into this a little bit later, but Hebrews 12, 6, For whom the loveth, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Okay, now again, it'd be really easy to see somebody who was a Christian who, let's say you knew they did a whole bunch of bad stuff they shouldn't have done, okay, and that you look down and you see them and they're getting, they're getting chastened by God. And maybe you think, oh, they're not saved. Well, yeah, but that's actually a good sign. It's actually a good sign. That's what you want to see. Okay. Um, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. And again, that would apply to women as well. If you were, if you endure chastening, because there, there's an enduring part. <laughs> I went through a year of the darkest time. I, I thought I was going to die. I begged God for death. And I was working full time. 40-hour work week as a chiropractor, seeing patients, I'd go, I'd go like between patients and bawl my eyes out, read the Bible. I just stayed in Psalms for like a year because I just I just wanted comfort. I didn't, I couldn't handle anything other than comfort. I was under such chastisement that I couldn't handle anything other than Psalms, the book of Psalms. And then I'd go see more patients and I was working in the worst job. It was, it was literally the job that was one of the main reasons this ministry ended up starting is because the when I got out of that horrible situation um, it's a lot of micromanagement and um, uh, just greed I was in the middle I wasn't doing anything personally wrong but I didn't want anything to do with this place especially by the end um, so it was just, oh, it was so bad. There was a lot of stuff that went on that year, too. Um, if you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? See, discipline, biblical discipline is 100% essential for raising children. I was just reading that in Proverbs again last night, yesterday. How important it is to biblically discipline your child to keep them out of hellfire. Oh, can't talk about that anymore. No, it's child abuse. Now, it can turn into that, but this is biblical disciplining, okay? This isn't like beating somebody in anger or whatever. That's a whole other subject, but then next verse. But but if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, meaning those in the world, those that are unsaved, then ye are bastards, which is an illegitimate son, and not sons. Furthermore, we had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Meaning, when you were brought up, you were probably disciplined as a child. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? So I would add that to this whole subject, okay? Now let's go back to, uh, okay. So now, next report, totally shifting gears here. This is a free download provided for the book I've referenced and read many times, The Solomon Island Mysteries about the giants and cryptozoological creatures. Last week, this book on Amazon was briefly selling for $2,694.99 and there was one copy left. One of my listeners emailed them 
and asked him about this, why the price had went up so much. I think part of the reason is because I do believe there was two or three copies. I talked about this, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, and I believe that's maybe one or two of my listeners went up there and bought the one or two copies. So there was one left. So they reposted it at almost $2,700 for the one used copy of that book. But guess what, guys? You can read it for yourself for free. Now, this is not a Christian book. This is not a book that's going to edify you from a Christian standpoint. This is clearly about what is going on in the Solomon Islands. And there's been one guy that I believe was sent there pretty much by accident. But maybe not. I mean, even God can have, have his hand upon the unsaved and use them in this regard. I hope he got saved before he died. I'm pretty sure he was assassinated for that book. Marius Borland's. Um, I know he was planning on going back. He married one of the tribal chief's daughters. He was he was literally indoctrinated or whatever kind of ceremony they do as a Solomon Islander. He he became part of one of their tribes. So he had inside access to things there that no white man I don't I don't think has ever had access to. Um, and my listener found it online for free in download format. Uh, what you can do is you download it and I give you two different links to do it. I mean, I did it and the links were fine. I mean, I would always run, I'd always be running something like some protective program, like, uh, bit, bit defender or one of those in the background, bit defender, total security is a good one. Um, in the background, to make sure that nothing, you know, is being installed on your computer or Trojans. I didn't pick anything up on that one. I, and then just save it on your computer in PDF format. And if you want, print it out. Um, but yeah, it was briefly selling for 27. Now they, once my listener email, Michelle emailed them about it. I believe they, they took it offline for a couple days and then they reposted it for, I think the original price there's one copy and i believe it's about 253 dollars for that one copy and you have to said this book was only made this book was released in 2008 it's not like this was a book from 50 years ago and there's no copies out there now granted i don't know how many they made but i will tell you that marius borland's website is gone the publishing company's gone they're trying to erase all vestiges of this they do not want people knowing this this types of information and it because it confirms the biblical account of the giants in Genesis 6 and in Enoch, regardless of how you feel about the book of Enoch, um, it confirms this. And they do not want people knowing about this. Now, it also talks about a lot of different cryptozoological creatures. The Solomon Islands are literally known as the land that time forgot. That is their motto of their whole country. And um, it's just, it's, it's pretty mind-blowing, the book. So I'm not telling you to do that. I don't want to replace the Bible or anything like that. I'm saying if you do, if you feel led in any way, shape, or form, you can read it for free now. Now, granted, if you want to do that, you might want to do these download links because they might sanitize these links pretty soon as well. Because um, they do not like this type of information going out there. They will take books that are like this, and typically people in the know will buy them up and drive the prices up that, that will make it impossible for the average person person 
to have access to this information. I mean, when I bought mine, I'm sure it was probably about what it, I think on the book, it says 1695. It's probably about what I paid for my copy. Um, I think my promotion of the book may have something to do with the other copies that were sold, but who knows? I don't know. I, and this is a, I, I sent back um, a response. I says, I know they don't like this type of information becoming common knowledge, so the Illuminati types tend to buy these up to cut off access to this information. Uh, the book is mind-blowing. I just reread it recently. While Marius is not a Christian, the book just comes off as very genuine. Yeah. It's not like he paints himself in some heroic light. You know, he, he has a he has a time. That's all I can say, man. Whew. Uh, I would not have one of went through what he had to go through to get that book out. And I think it ultimately cost him his life. Now, Michelle, my listener, longtime listener, she found two download links where you can download this at. Um, let me just see here. Yeah, they look like they're two different. I post them here. Okay, they'll be in the PDF for this date, which is May 1st, 2023. I'm not exactly exactly what sure what page it'll be on. I don't know, probably nine or ten. But you'll see in the in the in the um it'll be after the part two and you'll see free download provided for solomon island mysteries so there you go you can you can get it for free other than if you print it out it's going to cost you the the printer ink and the paper okay but i got a feeling though this thing is going to probably go through the roof i mean <clears throat> if there's i checked the internet there's only one copy on the internet there's no other bookseller selling it so right now there's one copy. now i understand people could post post copies but it's only going to get more rare is what i'm telling you uh okay next report and i, I don't like to do this and very very rarely and cat i can't even it's been years since i've really done something like this where it was something that involved me but i felt as though i needed to do this because um this is a good lesson for all of us it also kind of relates to the whole chastisement thing that I mentioned before, um, and it's to me this whole subject's a little bit mind-boggling. I entitled this "The Christian Truth Shock TV." Okay, it's a very prevalent YouTube channel for Christians on YouTube exposed defrauding another Christian. This is not how Christians are supposed to treat one another. What does the Bible say about all this? So, longtime listener John forwarded me this video the other day where I was talking, it was, it was a video of Pastor Bill Bean, it was the first part and then the second part was me talking about CERN and, um, I don't know, I think the Bible changes and things on that nature. I was reading, I believe, a lot of feedback I'd gotten from my listeners. Who knows when I did that? I've got like 2,000 teachings up there. And I, and I was pretty, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is neat. I'm listening to it. And then I'm looking at it and I'm realizing he had given all these things to Bill Bean and saying that we should pray for him and all this other stuff. And I realized this guy had went out of his way to not give me any credit to not give contending for truth any credit that 
he was going out of his way to make sure that nobody knew who I was to the point where he changed my voice. He had a little dip, different, put it through some kind of weird filter. And I'm like, what is going on with this? And I said to John, I said, I said the video you posted, John, is top notch. Right now, and I, this was of today, 27,000 views since he posted it 12 days ago. There's a link to it if you want to click on it. Now, I'm not a glory seeker, but whoever put this out must be pretty ashamed of associating himself with my name. As as far as I can tell, I get zero credit. He praises Bill Bean and asks for his listeners to pray for his protection. And I will say, which is great, and I agree with that. Okay, because I was told, and again, regardless of how you feel about the whole Mandela thing, I was told that Pastor Bill Bean and me are were like two of the only people in ministry that came out against this okay and i realize it's probably going to stir up a whole other can of worms with a lot of listeners that thought i was never going to mention this again okay sorry but um i i i have no problem with them praying for his protection and giving him credit and i think it's great but i get no credit or reference at all all you hear is the start of my voice in the second half of this very long video with zero reference to myself or contendingfortruth.com. This is just beyond wrong. I mean, a little reference to my name and website is really all I would ask. Is that asking too much for ripping off my content and giving me zero credit and not asking me for permission and doing it, um, I found out he's done it on multiple videos. Is that Christian to do that? I mean, um, I'm not listed in the video presentation or in the description either. What is wrong with this guy? I said, I mean, this video at the time of when I wrote this has 11,000 views in two days. And I have lost over 1,500 listeners off my email newsletter list since I started going after Trump some years back. So a little help would be nice. Yeah, guys, I've lost like a ton of people since from after i went on you hear me say that every week new nope. because i don't even like bringing this kind of stuff up i just don't i don't i don't because like, then it comes off like i'm starting to whine about something and i'm like i'm not but it is a fact that has happened it might be more than 1500 i don't know but it's a lot it's a it's a it's a lot and worse yet i checked the comments and many of his viewers think that when i am talking for the whole last half of this presentation primarily that that is him talking because they're posting their vid their their comments in that way <laughs> and guess what he's doing nothing to correct any of them meaning he's letting them think that i am him is the way it looked to me what kind of quote christian does this this is about the and it gets worse okay it gets worse I'm just getting started. This is the only time I can ever remember when I would request my listeners to go to this guy and set him straight and at least do a little of what I'm asking for. I'm not even asking him to take down his videos. I'm just saying maybe a little bit of credit, acknowledgement, maybe pointing some people to my website. Nope, that's not going to ever happen evidently from what I'm seeing. He does the exact same thing in this video as well, another video he put out. I am talking for a large part of it, but you would never know 
who was talking because he doesn't identify me or the website or anything. And who knows how many more videos he's done this. Now, some Bible verses. Mark 10, 19. Jesus Christ talking. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother, etc., etc. Defraud not. Don't rip off a brother. Don't rip off a Christian sister. Don't do that to anybody, whether they're Christian or not. You don't go around defrauding people. This is not a Christian attribute. This is not fruit that you should see from a Christian. And especially doing it and having no conscience about it. Doing it for, from as far as I can tell, a very long time. And having no conscience. Maybe I said something at a, at a probably said something to get under his skin. He don't like me. But he knows that, that you know, maybe about this particular subject, he likes what I have to say. But he doesn't want to give me any credit. So he wants to rip me off. But because he can't stand me, he's going to go out of his way to make sure I get no credit. Well, you know what? I don't really think it works that way with God. I don't think that, that that's really something that, you know, if I understand. If you, if you don't like me, fine. I get it. I understand that. Um, but don't rip off my content and, and, and ask me and don't, you know, never ask me permission and you defraud me and give me no credit and let your listeners think that you know i'm you and do nothing to dissuade them from that <laughs> i mean come on really oh man now i've given this some time too it's not it's not like i just you know i've given this like a, a little bit of time where he could reach out to me i couldn't reach out to him because like i said on my um youtube which is really the primary way to get a hold of him uh, and I don't think this would matter anyway because of what I'm going to tell you next. I can't even access my account anymore because it's from an old phone number and there's just, you know, I'm not going to go the whole Google. I, I don't even care. Whatever. They can they can have those videos. They were up there for years and years and years. My Avion flu. They're still up there, most of them. But um, I've got no real way to even get a hold of this guy. So um, – He's been doing this a long time. This isn't something that, you know, <laughs> you know, he just, uh, oh, he's he's as innocent as a kitten. Come on. Give me a break. 1 Corinthians 6, 8. Nay, ye do wrong and defraud in that your brethren. What that, the outline of that biblical word in the Greek means um, to defraud, rob, despoil. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's pretty obvious, you know, the, the meaning there. That we're looking at um so nay you do wrong and defraud and that your brethren which is something we're never to do so i said i bet he would love it if someone was doing this to him considering matthew 7 12 the golden rule jesus said therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you do ye even so to them for this is the law and the prophets that's a pretty bold statement by Jesus. That's pretty awesome. Okay, so this is where we're at here. So then we have Galatians 6.10, which said, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Now, all men means all people, okay? The household of faith means other Christians. <clears throat> it says the opposite of defraud them. <laughs> you know, 
this is just common sense, guys. I mean, this isn't like, you know, these are just, this is just biblical common sense, what we're going over here. Um, so where is this guy's conscience? This is what I, is a paradox to me. <clears throat> I mean, 1 Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Spirit, capital S, speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. I just don't understand how you could do, whether it was me or anyone else, I don't understand how you could do that and go out of your way. And as you're going to see, he really has went out of his way, because I haven't got all, all the comments yet, <clears throat> to overtly do something like this to another Christian and have no conscience about it. Be okay with it. Defraud and have no... I, I just, it doesn't really compute to me. I don't know. I'm funny that way. Romans 16, 17. <clears throat> so what I'm doing is complying with this verse. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. I just gave you all the verses of what he did, which is contrary to the doctrine of the Bible. I marked him. I wanted to let my listeners know that this was going on there. Now, I've had probably hundreds of people rip off my content over the years. I don't even... It, it's not that I'm even... I mean, if they do ask me for permission, I always give them permission anybody asks me i mean i just maybe give me some credit of who it is me and you know i'm not trying to get rich over here maybe some credit to the website so people at least know if they're interested they can find us <clears throat> i appreciate when people email me but i know that this has to a large part went on over the years and when have you even heard me mention this i mean i can't even remember the last time i've mentioned something like this so it's not like I'm, I'm going around all the time wringing my hands about this kind of stuff. I'm going to, this is, I mean, I'm going to say this and, you know, I'm dropping it. Yeah, I forgive the guy. I, I, I do, but, you know, I don't condone what he's doing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, anyway, now beseech your brother, mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you've learned and avoid them. And then it goes on further. So um, <clears throat> one of my listeners uh patricia said when she listened to it the clip and i think this is the case with all my audios she said he changed your voice even significantly lowering the pitch i if i did not know your voice well if i had only heard it a few times i would not know it was you and again i <laughs> this is no oversight this was deliberate this is what patricia said i agree this is very strange indeed. Another listener, long-time listener, Susan, who commented twice and I believe had both comments removed. She said, so earlier after I watched the video, I mentioned your name and website briefly on the comment section below the video and that you were the one speaking in the last half of the video. Then I thought I'd check to see if it's still there. It's gone as far as I can see. Yeah, that's what he's doing. You mentioned my name or the website. It's gone. It's like he's there to police it. Johnny on the spot almost instantaneously now that shows me this guy is very devious and very calculated and very uh could care less has no conscience about this whatsoever which is scary if he calls himself a christian i mean wow 
This is so Christian, this behavior. You gotta admit. I mean, come on, it's pretty Christian. <clears throat> My response, yes, this guy appears to have zero conscience at all. Truly, a real Christian does these types of things, like defrauding other Christians, so he can take full credit for content which he's stealing from them without permission. Not to say many more have not done this to me over the last 18 years, but I don't think I have ever mentioned this subject before. Yeah, it is 18 years, because I started in 05, actually. I was I was off on the... On the on the 06 thing, <clears throat> starting, it was 05. <clears throat> I expect to be defrauded by the world, but not from other Christians, though. And that is why I'm making this point about this. This is a good learning moment for all of us. This is why I'm, I'm not doing this just so I can get up here and feel sorry for myself. This is a good learning teaching thing regarding the way we treat others, regardless if they're Christians or not, and the way we should expect to be treated, especially by other Christians. You know, and again, I said I expect to be defrauded by the world, but not from other Christians, though. As far as I can tell, your reposted comment in the attachment is also gone. So, in addition to what I said below, that is at least three comments he quickly deleted because I had other listeners going up there doing this. As he does not want to let the cat out of the bag and let his listeners know that I am the one that is actually talking and not him, which is even more devious of him. And that is me speaking in the last half of the video and so many other videos he has put out. Um, <clears throat> my other listener, Janice, also made a similar comment, and I can't find hers as well. And hers was deleted very quickly as well because he's so above board. <laughs> oh, man, this is unbelievable. This guy will not allow one mention of my name or contendingfortruth.com on his YouTube channel. Not in the description, not in the comments, not nothing. But he's more than happy to rip off my content and take credit for it. I mean, he is there to police all the comments insanely quickly, which just shows you how devious he is. But overall, I think this is just a great uh, lesson to learn for all of us. Um, <clears throat> my listener Janice, she just posted her comment there. She said, I appreciate you sharing these truths. I do hope you credit Dr. Scott Johnson for his amazing research on this too, as well as, as excerpts of his teachings and broadcasts which you'd use in the video. My comment, this comment was deleted quickly. So she she got a screenshot of it as she posted it before he was able to, to delete it. And who knows how many people have went up over the years and done the same thing. And nobody nobody has a clue in the comment section that who who the guy speaking in the second half. I'm they most of them are assuming it's him. So then I give I said, wow, I said now if he's a Christian, I would expect this um, oh, okay, so I had a guy, well, another longtime listener, who also forwarded me the video, and they're forwarding me the video, and it's like a positive thing, they're, but what they're not seeing is that he's literally ripping it off, giving me no credit, no way, there, and I have to inform them of what he's doing. So he wrote back to me, and he said, I was not aware it was that severe, meaning how he was going so far on his way to defraud me. He goes on to say, he's been homeless. So I had a soft spot for him. Meaning the guy that put this video out. In fact, at the start of the video, if you watch it, it'll say, yeah, long time, or I think in the description, long time hiatus. I mean, it's like over four months since he's posted a video. Why? Because he's been homeless, evidently. He says he's been homeless, so I had a soft spot for him, but I suspect his situation is no accident. Pride gets all of us. Pride in in this particular case also maybe greed because he's getting generating more views. 
he's getting phenomenal feedback from his listeners <laughs> for you know i mean they, they know it's bill bean talking he gives him full ample but me no but they think it's him from all i could tell um so um he's been homeless imagine that I said, wow, now if he is a Christian, this is my response, I would expect this, him being homeless or some other form of chastisement. As you cannot defraud a fellow Christian and get away with it, you will be chastened by God. Now that, that chastening may not occur instantly though. Sometimes God lets you get away with something for a long time and then the chastening starts. I mean, maybe, maybe again, he starts out with the fine grit sandpaper and moves you up to double lot grit. I suspect that when he went homeless, he was being moved up to double lot grit. Evidently, though, the double lot grit didn't get his attention because he's now he's reposting more videos and, you know, like this one video and he's still not doing anything to give me any crap. I rechecked the video. And it's not because I'm so obsessed with that. I just wanted to see for his own sake, you know, and, and for the sake of if I'm going to go on air, I want to make sure that this guy, he's obviously well informed. He obviously knows exactly what he's doing. It is no accident. It is calculated. It is devious. There's there's no wiggle room. There's no way around that. There's none. Okay. This has been going a long time. Videos way before. All those videos are up. This new one's up. He's doing the same stuff. So I guess he didn't learn too much from the homeless thing. So, you know, God forbid what's coming next is all I can say. You've been warned. I mean, if you probably not a listener, but um, you know, he's got the Bible. You should be able to figure this out. Uh, <clears throat> you cannot defraud a fellow Christian and get away with it. You will be chastened by God if you're a real Christian, according to what the Bible says. I hope he repents. And again, I gave the verses Hebrews twelve six through nine. For the whom lover loveth, he also chasteneth and scourges every son whom, whom you receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God deal with you as sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? So, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He is a Christian. He's, he's undergoing chastening. I just don't understand how his conscience is so seared. Maybe this is, maybe the second round of chastening will unsear the old conscience. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, everybody's different. <laughs> so, I shouldn't have to report on this stuff, but I just feel like that was a lot of important lessons wrapped up into one thing there for the benefit and edification of my listeners. Okay, next one. Um, German MEP Christine Anderson explains why globalists need you trapped in 15-minute cities. The globalists are determined to corral the masses into 15-minute cities that will essentially serve as tightly controlled population prisons, according to German MEP Christine Anderson. Anderson, a member of the Alternative for Germany party, explained that the COVID vaccine passport was just a trial run for the social credit system that will be integrated into these so-called 15-minute prison cities. Anderson told the Epoch Times, she said, quote, the COVID pass was just a test balloon to get people to have to produce some kind of QR code. That's just getting people used to it. Yeah, like they're beta testing it. They're getting us used to it. <clears throat> then she goes on to say, now what they're slamming with is these 15 minute cities. Make no mistake. It's not just about your convenience. It's not it's not that they want you to be able to have all these places you need to get to very close. And it's not about saving the planet either, by the way. The 15-minute cities will have the QR codes before they can lock you down. 
<clears throat> Anderson said the 15-minute cities are necessary to keep populations properly locked down, citing a new UK law that lays the groundwork for climate lockdowns as the next step in the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Plan. In order to do that, they will have to have these 15-minute cities, she said, adding that the globalists will then charge the population for access to freely travel. So the poor people will be left in these 15-minute neighborhoods while the ones that are better off will get to go out wherever they want. Yeah, pretty much. Now, just along those lines, these are some big brother draconian headlines that confirm this as well. These are just ones from the last two to three weeks. First one, smart cities will usher in totalitarianism. Utah Lieutenant Governor freaks out when asked about the 15-minute city. You can watch that for yourself if you like. Then, tyranny in Essex County, Canada. Council runs away and cancels meetings because many, many anti-New World Order opponents. And again, there's the link to that. This will also be in my next newsletter, but I'm posting some of this ahead of time. <clears throat> then, Kentuckians, people that live in Kentucky, <clears throat> who own less than five acres, now need licenses to fish, hunt, or on their own property. You own your own property. If it's less than five acres, now you need licenses to fish and hunt on your own property. Again, it's just how much will we will we put up with? France brings de-dollarization to Europe by trading in the yuan. This is another sign that the inexorable process of de-dollarization has gained momentum and even spread to the European Union. Then hard data that confidence in the dollar is cracking. Next one, 23 states move to reclaim gold and silver as legal tender. I hope they do. Then, Red Cross migrant care packages in the migrant camp San Vicente, Panama. We looked at the contents of the migrants' Red Cross care packages. Because this is all part of the Big Brother agenda. That's why I included these in there. Now, I'm going to have a separate section at the end on updates on the Darien Gap as well. Um, in these Red Cross packages, who, you know, Red Cross is just pure evil. They've been that way a long time. I could probably do a three-part study on those devils. <clears throat> the package that they're giving to these invaders contains various toiletries, a notebook, a flashlight, and more. This is in addition to the various maps also handed out by Red Cross, which tell you how to get to America. I went over that last two weeks, actually. This is paid for in part by the United States. The most recent federal spending package, H.R. 2617 appropriated another $25 million of taxpayer funds to go to the Red Cross. Your taxpayer money at work to, to foment this invasion of America. And then another one. Wonder where all these illegal Im immigrants are going to live? Your spare bedroom, apparently. Now, I think I covered that last week and that welcome thing that Biden's doing. Another one, water is not a human right. WEF orders govern, governments to begin rationing water in homes. Klaus Schwab, the face of the Antichrist destroyer on Earth until the actual Antichrist shows up. Lake of fire waits in May. The Earth open up under his feet. That was the comment that was left by that. I think Steve Quayle left that. <clears throat> okay, so then we have this. Evil and idiocy. New York City to track residents' Food carbon footprint. Demand that they cut their food consumption, but mostly meat. New York City will track the carbon footprint of residents' food consumption as part of a sweeping initiative to decrease the city's carbon emissions from food 
by a third this year. This year, okay. <clears throat> mayor Eric Adams. I didn't know we we elected mayors so that they could tell us what we can and cannot eat. I, I wasn't aware of that. That was part of their control over us. I, I just must have missed that somewhere. Mayor Eric Adams revealed on money at an event for the mayor's office of climate and environmental justice. Boy, doesn't that sound new world order draconian? About a fifth of New York's greenhouse gas emissions, which actually help the plants get greener and flourish. That's what carbon dioxide does. It plants need it to live. It actually greens the earth. No, it doesn't do that. It it kills it. No, it does the exact opposite. You lying fork tongue reptilian devils. It does the exact opposite, and you know it. You're just hoping that they'll believe all your lies and your propaganda and that nobody will fact check you. Okay. Sorry, that was a conversation I was having in my head with a reptile that was trying to rule over us or whatever you want to call them, Illuminati, ruling elite, Luciferians, whatever. Okay, so uh, about a fifth of New York's greenhouse gas emissions come from the household food consumption, Adams told reporters, blaming much of that total on meat and dairy the true sources of evil in the universe. Household food consumption is supposedly the third largest contributor to city total emissions, trailing only buildings and transportation. The mayor's office of food policy has ordered city agendas to reduce their food consumption by 33% by 2030. Now, for most Americans, that probably wouldn't be a bad idea. So as 33% reduction in calories would probably, as overweight as America is, that probably be a pretty good idea. I'm not for anything, though, draconian like this, though, obviously. <clears throat> and Adams has asked private corporations to cut their own emissions by 25 to 30, by 25% by 2030, insisting New Yorkers' wasteful eating habits cannot continue without imperiling the planet. It's easy to talk about emissions that are coming from vehicles and how it impacts our carbon footprint, he said. But now we have to talk about beef. City officials urge New Yorkers to put down the burgers and pick up the insects. Oh, yeah. And the vegetables and the beans. I put in the insects part, but that's exactly what they're doing. We're going to talk about that as well. Last year, Adam signed New York onto the C40 Food Cities Program, a global pledge to reduce food waste and incentivize healthier eating habits. The program aims to enforce compliance with United Nations climate controls, which is all depopulation and total control and, and you know, jackboot across your throat and bring us into the New World Order and under Antichrist and False Prophet. That's what that means. By nudging populations toward more nutritious meals. No, it'll be the exact opposite. Mandating a planetary health diet Wow, planetary for all residents. Now, I just reposted this just for your own edification. I'm not going to go over this again. And it's my it's the study that I did, the little mini study I did on spiritual warfare and meat. Okay, the importance of eating meat. Listener question regarding getting enough protein meat, praising the Lord in spiritual warfare. And I give you some excerpts from a book uh, that was sent to me. I've, I've went over this before, but this will give you the... If you're not familiar with this, go over this information and um, you can, or you can actually, if you did a keyword search for spiritual warfare and eating meat, you could get the audio that I did. I'm reposting the content here. I don't want to recover. I think I've done that. I've already covered this like two different times, so it would be beyond redundant. But yeah, 
spiritual warfare and eating meat you'll find my audio i did not but this is the actual con the content of that and the book pages and all that other stuff okay going forward and this is a, a big reason why they don't want you eating in particular red meat because it does have a gigantic impact on your ability to wage spiritual warfare in prayer um and it's explained within my study on it and this content that i posted next report exposed globalists want everyone eating crickets because their exoskeletons and all bugs really contain chitin that parasites and pathogens use for protection when infecting the human and animal hosts because they're parasites eating locusts crickets ants beetles worms uh wasps caterpillars grubs and slugs could fuel the next death wave of humans which is just what the globalists want humans are to become walking parasites and the globalists want everyone consuming crickets because they contain the perfect armor that parasites and pathogens use to infect humans and animals and spread disease inside them pathogens cause all kind of diseases in animals and humans and use chitin or chitinases from the exoskeletons of the crickets meaning the outer portion of the exoskeletons or they're made primarily of this chitin okay and again chitin what is chitin it's a long chain polymer of n-acetylglucosamine a derivative of glucose now this is one of the reasons that i don't like the glucosamine product i have for joints i do not use shellfish based glucosamine because shellfish like lobsters and crabs which is where they get most of the glucosamine sulfate on the market is derived from shellfish and that contains it's their hard exoskeleton it contains chitin i mean part of what chitin is is n-acetylglucosamine okay and it also contains all the heavy metals and the pcbs and all the other garbage that gets concentrated in their shells when whatever garbage falls to the bottom and their bottom feeders lobsters and crabs and they eat it and then it becomes part of their body becomes part of their shell and um that's why i don't i don't advocate eating well really selfish in general i really don't do that very much in general but i do not advise getting the glucosamine uh, sulfate that is derived from shellfish and crabs and things of that nature because of this reason of the reasons i mentioned anyway um <clears throat> going forward here the, I'll read this last sentence. Pathogens cause all kinds of diseases in animals and humans and use chitin from the exoskeleton of crickets and many other bugs as coats to protect them from the harsh conditions inside the host's body they invade. This helps the infection manifest. Well, it's really not an infection. This helps the parasite to really manifest. It's not an infection. It's a parasite. It's the, the parasite infestation it helps that and it also helps to exploit the host thus being easily transmitted from one vertebrate to another via insect vectors as described in research published by the national library of medicine by the national institutes of health and there's the there's the pubmed study you can that links to that eating chitin is like flipping off the quill kill switch for parasites they had it flipping on no, it doesn't flip on the kill switch for parasites. It flips it off so that the parasites can proliferate. Meaning the parasites are not being killed. The kill switch is off. Okay. 
Internal parasites infect their hosts and can cause serious health detriment, including loss of appetite, diarrhea, neurological damage, and reproductive failure. Nice. Parasite eggs hatch inside the insect and become quite durable inside the host, especially when fed certain foods. And I have a protocol I, I use for parasites. Two different products. I, one's an enzyme to actually digest the hard exoskeleton in the parasite, you take it on an empty stomach, and one is more of an herbal, that's dysbiocide, and you take that with food. And, the, and that's an herbal way of eradicating the parasites, but they, the two work totally separately. I like doing a dual approach because you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. So you take the one for um, on an empty stomach, like once or twice a day, and the other you take with food and you're hitting it from two different angles, you're going to get a better result as a result of that. Going forward, pathogens and metazoan parasites parasites that cause disease in humans and animals use chitin in their life cycles. Many of these parasites contain chitin coats that protect them from being destroyed by natural defense systems inside the host. And this is what I would use the systemic enzyme for that you take on an empty stomach because you don't want it to digest food. You want it to get into the system so it can it can digest the exoskeleton of the parasites. Okay. Okay, so the two I use from biotics, bromelain plus. It's funny, bromelain, I talked about that the other day about how that's used as an adjunct to NAC, NAC, N-acetylcysteine, and how it supercharges the NAC, which is what helps get the graphene oxide out of your body and a lot of other really good stuff. It's a liver detoxer. But anyway, bromelain plus CLA is the first one. That's the enzyme you take on an empty stomach. And then dysbioside um, is the one, is the herbal you take with food and then you hit it one, like with a one-two punch. Any, anyway, that's, and it's a, it's a way, a specific way you take it as well. But, um, okay, so going back to this, uh, let's see. Okay, so reading the last sentence again, it said, many of these parasites contain chitin coats that protect them from being destroyed by the natural defense systems inside the host. Humans who consume crickets, which contain chitin, are feeding the parasites and pathogens exactly what they need to become more resistant and resilient in their body. Okay, so that's, there you go. It's like the fuel, it's like a, the perfect fuel for them. Eating crickets could be the fuel for the next pandemic and wipe out several million people. Could it be that chitin consumption will arm the parasites and virus mutations of the next pandemic? Well, of course, all of this is a big concerted effort. You got the chemtrails, you got the GMO foods, you've got all these different various factors, you got the vaccines, uh, um, so many factors. And they're all contributing to destroy our immune systems and to create cancer and wipe out our life force, essentially. And to just kill us off quicker. Do the globalists and their insidious scientists know this? Well, of course they do. Is this the new push for the populace to consume insects all part of the depopulation plan? 100%. This requires careful consideration. Eating insects cause, causes can cause severe allergic reactions as well, including anaphylaxis and other life-threatening consequences. Dangerous insects to consume include locusts, mealworms, cicadas, slugs, snails, silkworms, and crickets. Certain venomous ants, beetles, and wasps, spiders, caterpillars, and even butterflies can be deadly if consumed by humans, certain ones. Um, yet Big Pharma uses deadly venoms and venom peptides to make prescription medications. There's a link to that. And whose medications carry a list of insane side effects, so it's no wonder. 
If you start eating insects regularly because you believe this will save the earth from global warming or climate change, you will be putting yourself and any of your children you directly have in harm's way, adding to the evil agenda of globalists who want to depopulate the planet. Uh, that's why the elite, who are the 1% of the 1%, are genocidal maniacs, saying everyone should stop eating meat and start munching on insects all day long. Uh, Amazon is now promoting and selling crickets in many forms. And I'm telling you, you better start reading these labels because they're hiding it and stuff. And they're not making gigantic announcements on the front of the cover. They're, they're, they're hiding this stuff. They're putting them in. I found it in some of these like health food nutrition bars at health food stores. Uh, I found that a ways back, actually. Amazon is now promoting and selling crickets in many forms for human consumption, including freeze-dried and powdered form. Okay, so now I played this video before. It's pretty brief, though. And I'm just going to play it again in order to kind of reiterate. This was August 20th of last year. And it's called Sacred Cows and the Dangers of Eating Bugs. And this is just, this dovetails nicely with what we just covered. A little bit more confirmation. So let's look at the science. Mass balance calculations take into account material being added, exchanged, and lost during natural processes. And Australian geologist Ian Plymer breaks down this science in Eat Beef, Save the Planet. Grass, along with most plant life, consumes carbon dioxide from the air as food. The more CO2, the greener the environment. So the theory that CO2 levels are hurting the environment is flawed from the start. But for the sake of argument, we can examine the science and see if cow farts actually are increasing CO2 levels in the atmosphere. The grass consumes CO2 from the air, and when it dies, methane is released, which quickly separates into CO2 and water vapor. When the grass is eaten by cattle, this carbon is recycled in various ways. Cattle waste fertilizes the grass with some of this carbon, and the rest is stored in meat, milk, blood, intestines, bones, and skin. Thanks to the cattle, carbon is taken from the grass and used as fertilizer, stored in leather goods, and consumed as food, where most of it stays with the body until death. And so the processes of meat production and consumption actually removes carbon from the atmosphere and recycles it elsewhere but they're saying that's the that's the sole or one of the main causes of it proliferate and again when carbon proliferates all it does is green the earth more because the plants need the carbon dioxide to grow and to green so it's not detrimental it's again everything they tell you is a lie humans cattle and grass are all parts of the same natural ecosystem and carbon is the building block. The entire anti-meat agenda is built upon lies. Grass-fed beef is so nutritious that an all-beef diet has become a very popular choice for people cleansing and healing from several ailments and disease. Mm -hmm. Humans are omnivores, and that means we have the ability to survive on both plants and animals. Our teeth are able to cut and masticate animal flesh, and we have the digestive enzyme trypsin, for breaking down meat and that's because god made it that way allowed the human brain to grow larger over time allows us to grow stronger and operate more efficiently many people eat vegetarian diets because they believe that eating meat is immoral this argument is taught like a religion with the main rule being don't eat anything with a face which doesn't make any sense what about the millions of microorganisms we consume in a single glass of water 
do they not deserve the same respect? Experiments with plants and vegetables show how they feel pain and recognize the person who hurt them. Do they not deserve the same respect simply because they have no face? A simple law of the physical natural world is that life is sustained by life. Every living thing sustains its own life by consuming other living things. This is true of the carnivore, the omnivore, and the vegan. The moral argument of veganism is just another ego trip. Many are learning veganism from modern yoga teachers mm -hmm. as if it were an ancient religion. My sickest patients when I was in practice were vegans. They were by far consistently across the board my sickest patients. But this is a myth. The cow was sacred in traditional yoga because it sustained life. Oh, and I've done a whole study on that. Vegetarianism, veganism, just key that in the keyword search box. I think that's where I talked about the hallelujah diet. It was popular for a while, but I got into that whole subject there. Vegetarianism was only promoted among the lower castes so that enough meat was available to the warrior and priest classes. Yeah, exactly. And that's all that's happening today. The all-powerful 0.1% want us lower castes to eat bugs yep. while they save... Soylent Green, if you ever seen the movie Soylent Green with Charlton Heston, same same type of concept, exactly. That I mean, it's a oh, that's a terribly, horribly depressing movie, but I don't advise watching it, but you might want to just look up the plot line. Best for themselves. But it's even worse than that. They want us all to get sick and die. In an evaluation of edible insects and the transmission of parasitic diseases, one-third of all insects studied were found to be pathogenic to humans. Mm. And most insects contain chitin, which is a modified polysaccharide. Chitin, which is what we were just talking about. ...present in most insects and absent in all mammals. We cannot digest it, and it is known to cause several health issues. Yet they want us to eat this in mass, and we can't even digest it and it's toxic to us, and it causes cancers you're about to see. Humans who consume it, including respiratory issues and the accelerated growth of cancer cells. Yeah, it, it makes cancer explode in your body. They, you don't get into that enough here. He's citing the, me the medical study. Um, potential role of chitinase three-in-one-like three -like inflammation associated with carcinogenic changes in the skin cells, National Library of Medicine. That's not the only place I've seen that. And it also feeds the parasites. In, in any parasites that are inside you. It's the fuel they love to run off. The real problem isn't beef consumption. It's factory farming. And we can solve this by incentivizing local grass-fed cattle farming. Reporting for InfoWars. Couldn't agree more. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to really uh, go quick to uh, get all this content in now. Uh, beware of reverse ATMs that take your cash, demand your identity, and then dispense a debit card so you can shop these are spying machines that are conditioning you to stop using cash and go completely digital i never even heard about these until this last week the next step toward an eventual cashless society are called reverse atms which reports explain exchange cash for debit cards meaning you put the cash in there and it gives you a debit card that customers can then use to shop Accelerated thanks to the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 scamdemic, which trained the public into believing that cash is dirty and might infect them. Reverse ATMs are starting to appear at amusement parks and sports stadiums, casinos and other heavy-use facilities that would rather not deal with paper and coins anymore. Some rest, then I wouldn't go there. I mean, period. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if, if you got to go someplace and they're doing, I don't support them. This is what I, I mean, 
I, I, that's what I do. Some restaurants, including the Slutty Vegan. What a wonderfully biblically correct name. The Slutty Vegan and Brooklyn Dumpling Shop, both located in New York City, the Big Apple, are also installing reverse ATMs to avoid the dirtiness of cash. Since legal tender still technically has to be accepted, reverse ATMs exist in a legally gray area. Some states and cities are banning local businesses from refusing to accept cash. And for now, reverse ATMs are something of a loophole to those rules. On a related note, last summer, dozens of Whole Food Market stores, the Whole Food stores, which are like totally pro-Planned Parenthood and pro-evil, in California unveiled a new cashless payment system, I, I reported on this, that allows customers to make food purchases with the palm of their hand. No need for money or cards. People soon will have a virtual card on their smartphones, experts say, cash di digitalization, as they are calling the scheme, aims to eventually replace all paper and coin cash with digital payment schemes. In the post George Floyd age of constant smash and grab incidents and other forms of rioting and theft, many businesses are leery of having too much cash on hand. Um, too much cash on hand at any given time for fear of robbery. Well, they're always going to have some justification. One such business is the food truck run by the slutty vegan owner Pinky Coil, who told a Axios that we're making fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a day, raking it in. The slutty vegans raking it in with their devil burgers with five to six hour lines. Wow. You're going to wait five to six hours to, to eat a devil burger? Man, what a life. Sometimes we have security because we're dealing with so much cash, Cole revealed. Once people get used to the idea of using reverse ATMs, which quite frankly are, are spying machines disguised as convenience machines, the plan it will be to do away with cash entirely. Absolutely. It's all conditioning uh, mechanism. At some point, all these reverse ATMs will be replaced with injectable chips that will require people to use in their hands or other body parts, but that'll be in the tribulation, to make payments with a quick swipe. It might not be a physical card. Uh, Beg says about how the coming cashless society will progress. Uh, you can have a virtual card on your smartphone. For the time being, reverse ATMs will likely continue to appear, forcing, forcing, you're not going to force me to do anything because I'm not going to participate in this, forcing patrons and customers to make the conversation conversion before being allowed to eat, attend a sporting event, ride public transit, or even pay a toll booth. Whatever. Big Brother wants to chip your hands, one commenter wrote, they will, off, they will offer $100 in food stamps for people to receive it, just like pizza coupons for getting the COVID vaccine. Another commenter wrote, it's no surprise that Whole Foods is leading the charge towards a cashless society scene as how it is owned by Amazon and is a product of Jeff Bezos. Okay, proceeding right along, Darian Gap. These are, are uh, updates from uh, Michael Yan. Pathogen Highway to America. Interesting, some of our pack who just went to the Darian Gap got very sick. I am fine, but I feel something. Benjamin Berkwam, Oscar LeBlue, and two Cenefront got sick. I don't think these are people, I guess. And another member in our crew has been extremely sick for the past few days. I am doing the, Zel the Zelenko protocol and ivermectin, HCQ, zinc, more is always with me. And again, I, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are great if you want to sterilize yourself and have all kind of horrific side effects 
down the road. Um, please avail yourself to the studies I've done. I'm not trying to sell you that whatever. I'm not even trying to sell you an alternative. I, I've always said go the alternative route when it comes to this. From the from the moment, I've never went the drug route, and this just confirms it. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine are horrible. Um, we do know that many migrants are coming through sick. This is no drill. Then his next one, he said, we're being invaded. We're at war. Many Chinese fighting men coming across our border. Many are sick. Diseases such as multi-drug resistant tuberculosis are spreading into communities around America. Again, Michael Yan, we are being invaded. We're at war. Stand now or lose everything. Close the border. Block it. I am watching hundreds of thousands come across the Darien Gap. And this is just this corridor. There are many corridors. Tens of thousands of Chinese this year through the Darien Gap alone. Most are military-aged males. Many are sick. Four out of the six on our two teams somehow got sick on this trip. I mean, they're getting sick from these sick people going through the Darien Gap. I just pulled out of the jungle to repair, sent everyone home, and I'm going back alone when I'm finished being sick because he's sick too. We don't know, but it's coming your way. Many migrants, meaning it's coming to America, many migrants appear to come from various Chinese intelligence organizations such as public security like the FBI, MSS like the CIA, and GS and from the PLA paramilitary. We have specific reasons to think this. Public security is setting up police stations around the world, and that's for the Chinese. And I've reported on these. I recently was at a Chinese public security police station in London. I've reported on these in Canada. Um, and I think there's one in New York City, at least, and another in Dublin, Ireland. Implications are severe, meaning the Chinese are setting up their police stations all over the world. They conduct overseas kidnappings, among other things. Our military is shattered. Manhood is shattered among significant portion of American males. Otherwise, the southern border would be closed, whether or not the government wants it so. Torpedoes into our social hull. While Joe Rogan and others rake in the dough and enjoy being famous for now, their doom builds. They are creating their own doom. One way or another, eventually they will be canceled and possibly killed. Jedberg teams are crossing our borders and are already across the land. Now, I didn't know what that was. Jedberg teams? And I have studied World War II. This was new to me. I don't know how it got through by me, but um, witness all the unexplained disasters taking place in America. I wrote this in here. I, I, I did a little search. What is Jedberg? Well, Operation Jedberg were parachuting behind enemy lines and this is world war ii i believe like uh probably before d-day in world war ii parachuting uh troops behind enemy lines in the cover of night the office of strategic services or oss elite jedberg teams were special operations paratroopers sent into nazi occupied france belgium and netherlands to coordinate airdrops of arms and supplies well actually i didn't know about them i just didn't know they were called jedbergs okay uh, guide local partisans on hit-and-run attacks and sabotage and assist the advancing Allied armies to defeat the Third Reich. Okay, so these are guys they send in ahead of time to create as much havoc and chaos as they can possibly while the main occupying force is moving closer and closer before they invade. This is the concept. The Special Operations Branch of OSS ran guerrilla campaigns throughout Europe and Asia during World War II. As with many other aspects of OSS's work, the organization and doctrine of the branch was guided by British experiences in the growing field of psychological warfare. So when he says Jedberg teams are crossing in our borders, you look at all the unexplained disasters that are taking place. The train derailments, the, all these um, food processing centers being burned up. Now I'm not saying they're all 
Chinese operatives are all, but you've got Islam, you've got Chinese, you've got, uh, you've got so many different factions of the wicked bad guys that could be doing this. It's not just one, it's a big coordinated satanic effort. Child and other trafficking through the Daring Gap and across our borders is severe. Worse than a bad movie. Diseases as much as, much as multi-drug resistance tuberculosis are spreading into communities around America. Tuberculosis. Consumption. Okay, consumption basically is tuberculosis. I'm going to give you that definition in a second. As you read old books on paper, you will constantly stumble across throwaway sentences such as, quote, the general weakened by consumption or Department of Scotland to San Francisco and to the Pacific Islands in search of fine air to combat consumption. Endless amounts of these types of quotes in old uh, books that he found. Two President Nixon's brothers died of consumption. The list is enormous. Okay, so I looked up consumption. Consumption, tuberculosis is basically what he's in reference to. The medical definition of consumption is an old and once common term for the wasting away of the body, particularly from tubu pulmonary tuberculosis. Now, remember what I just said? That Bible verse, those Bible verses in Leviticus where it says, I will send consumption. Well, it basically is the exact same definition as, as the biblical definition, um, particularly pulmonary tuberculosis. A wasting disease in the book the remedy a book and um oh, i'll get to my in the book the remedy a book detailing the quest to defeat tuberculosis the author uh posits a billion people may have perished from tuberculosis since its discovery so long ago now related i had a file on tuberculosis i posted that in here and in the file i'm just looking at my time here um in the file the first report was border agent met and again, this is, you know, a little bit dated, but it's very pertinent. Border agent, vast majority of illegals are released into the U.S. A, diseases and all. Exclusive, officer discusses infectious diseases coming across the border and more. These are all links you can still access. Then, governments coming up Muslims infected, Muslims infected with tuberculosis, migrating to America. That was from Dr. Rich Swire. Then, illegals with TB. Tuberculosis spread around the states. Then, border agent, infectious diseases flooding in. Then, Obama dumps 4,000 4, more child illegals in America. Then, four cases of active TB reported in refugees in, in Indiana. Refu, refugee Vermont Health Department concealing number of refugees with contagious TB disease. Okay, then I posted the Invive Tuberculosis Protocol, the Invive Silver Tuberculosis Protocol and um note mutated tuberculosis microorganisms are resistant to antibiotics or are immune to them mutations do not change the efficacy of invived mild silver protein therapy now i mean i would always do this with my other stuff i recommend to build up your immune system good vitamin c a good selenium a good d3 uh all the ones i've listed in the past okay that i've went over ad infinitum before in my in my COVID protocols i mean i just think that's wise you're not putting all your eggs in one basket yes do i think the invive is the prime if you could only do one thing absolutely but i like to have a highly functioning immune system alongside the invive because it helps the invive work even better so the protocol for this and again i'm not i'm not claiming that we're treating this but this is what i would do if if, if it were me or my family Invive 5,000 part per million, and you can even supercharge it with some 
pharmaceutical grade DMSO, that'll even make it stronger, more penetrating, one tablespoon three times a day for four days. Okay, and I would hold each tablespoon in my mouth for at least 10 minutes. Okay. Um, why? Because you want it to have sublingual absorption. If you don't can't stand the taste, put a like dab a little um, organic peppermint oil on your tongue before you do before you do the dose, and it, it makes it a lot better. Um, one tablespoon three times a day for four days, and then one tablespoon twice a day for 20 days, and then one tablespoon per day until ne testing negative. Okay. Again, not claiming a treatment, not claiming a cure. But it's what I do with along with the other things that I said. The things here, the website, my website, which is really in Vive's website, but they put it up for me when I did the tour back in 06. Uh, DR, like doctor, hyphen symbol or dash symbol, Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N dot com. Okay, and when you when you put that in, it'll it'll come up as a it, it like sh it shifts to another site. They had to do this because the site was targeted at one point. And they had to do this rigmarole, so it it's still you'll still see Dr. Johnson in the in the website address. Uh, there's no shenanigans, there's no nothing like that. I and mean, trust me, I wouldn't be associated with her if there was. That site's been up since 06. Okay, and anytime there's ever been a problem, which is extremely rare, Invive has always made it right. Okay, um, or you can order for me directly from for my people that do that and. Um, Anyway, then Invive Mild Silver Protein, the ultimate immune system product for colds, flus, and infections. Um, click here for more information. That's the website. And then the March 1978 issue of Science Digest in an article titled, Our Mightiest Germ Fighter Reported. An antibiotic kills perhaps a half a dozen different diseases, organisms, but silver kills some 650. Resistant strains fail to develop. UCLA Medical College said, Colloidal silver killed every virus that was tested in the lab. Okay, so that's just some feedback there. Now, let's see where I'm at on time. Okay, so tuberculosis is up there with the likes of smallpox, yellow fever, typhus, the Black Death. Now a more powerful sort of tuberculosis is spreading across our border every minute. We are under invasion literally by bacteria, viruses, and more against which our bodies are ill-prepared. Not to mention a replacement population. Most are disposable and of a paramilitary sort. There is another disease destroying America more completely than any virus, though. These are the diseases of alcohol and other chemicals that are dumbing down and destroying Americans, even while we are being destroyed. Look at the Hunter Biden traitor, child molester, just like his dad, drug addict. During the lockdowns, you could buy all the whiskey you please, meaning the COVID lockdowns, without interruption. But the church was verboten, meaning you couldn't go there. The beast is in your face. We are at war with sober, strong, evil people who are pushing bottles of whiskey and dope and so many other things. More opium wars, more firewater for the red man, dumb him down, vanish him, fight him with whiskey and soma, Indians sleeping in the road. He's just kind of rambling here because he's sick and he's like, he, he just put this out without really editing it. Rogan comes on his show openly drunk and pushing drugs. Yeah, he does. Yet down here in the hot wild jungles of the Darien Gap, I see hundreds of thousands of fit men essentially passing Darien Gap Ranger School to get to America literally stepping over bodies to get into our country. These are not weak boy males like Scott Adams who threatens to toss a printer out the window because it does not work. They carry their wounded. They have a look in their eye. The eye of the tiger, alert, aggressive. Chinese in particular are clearly on a mission and are especially moneyed and intelligent, meaning they're being backed by money. 
They are men in full, sweating testosterone, while effete bearded boys, as the Japanese say, like Peter Zihan or Neil deGrasse Tyson, are nothing more than paid actresses. Children who will be destroyed and replaced by testosterone coming across this border. Meanwhile, we have this, Joe Rogan, beyond rich, be, rich beyond most imaginations, slurring his words because he's so stoned or drunk or whatever on a show my readers tend to be very intelligent it must be it must have crossed their minds why did tucker carlson and why does drunk joe rogan have some mega platform chuck holton and masiko gahana and i recently were in tokyo chuck wanted to interview this man who's married to a plastic doll the sex dolls yeah they're getting married to those things there are others men and women marrying dolls in his tiny Tokyo apartment, I saw enough food for maybe 24 hours. The man appears to have practically no fat reserves, meaning he's not like he's he's a fat guy where he could like you know go for days on, on his fat reserve. He had plenty of toilet paper though. Apparently, not thinking that one through. The entire country of Japan has practically no serious food reserves and imports nearly all of its food and energy. And yet people play their games, watch their cartoons, slaves in tiny rooms, and Joe Rogan hammers the bottle and pushes the soma, meaning the drugs. Uh, maybe Joe is good is a good guy deep down. I have no idea. But when he pushes the soma, he works in service to the beast. And then you can watch Joe Rogan's video he just did on TikTok, which actually what he says here is is true. But the problem is, is Joe can't you know he can't go every other word without saying the f bomb. So you can't. I can't play any of his stuff on here. Next one. Uh, also for Michael Yan, massive invasion into the United States from the Border Patrol friend. We are expecting 10,000 to 13,000 illegal aliens entering in per day next month. I think that number is probably low, but we shall see. In order to make the border look better, the administration, the Biden administration, is opening processing facilities in Colombia and Guatemala. They will process people for release into their country by looking for legal pathways such as refugee resettlement, family reunification, and sponsorship and temporary work visas so the administration could say they have control over the border same or greater number of people will be entering but they will be entering legally it's all a shell game okay so i'm almost totally out of time and i'm gonna try to play as much of this video as i can shocking chinese video shows how to invade the united states through u.n funded migrant camps okay welcome to brighton broadcast news for friday april 28th 2023 mike adams here this is an audio only addition today for reasons I, I might be able to get to we got a bombshell video to share with you right up front here it's about a two-minute video and it was sent to me by Michael Yan who is in Panama in the Darien Gap and this is a video showing mainland Chinese nationals exactly how to travel uh, through Panama and to get to the United States with the help of the United Nations so this is a, an America invasion video, like a how-to video for mainland Chinese. So there, there's music in the background, but there's no actual speech. So I'm going to narrate it. It's about two minutes and I've already had the Chinese translated and I can read the Espanol. So I'm just gonna walk you through this. Here we go. All right, as you can see, it's kind of zooming in on uh, what this is a town in Chinos, Ecuador. Now, you're going to have to watch this, obviously, to make sense of this, but... This is Ecuador and the Chinese <clears throat> people. So they're, they're starting out in Ecuador. Now, they can start in a lot of different countries. But in this case, they happen to go to Ecuador first. So how do they get to the United States from Ecuador? Well, they hop from city to city. And this map shows them which cities to hop to 
and exactly how to achieve it. So as the video shows here, a lot of Chinese, they, they've made it. Now they're on a boat and uh, this takes them to another city hop. I mean, it looks up. like they're getting on some kind of tour boat, like to take a, a, a like oversee the, 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 the bay or whatever. Here, wow, look at that boat. Uh, <laughs> this is talking about us going to two different cities and not, not in a tropical area, but let's see, what is that? Llegada a Careto, Panama. So this is in, in Panama. Okay, so they get to this kind of Panamanian camp here. And they're all saying, yay, they, they made it to Carreto. And then the Bay of Caledonia, uh, they take boats to get there. And uh, this is showing you some, some of the transport. Once they get there, it says Playa Caledonia, the, the beaches, and a 10-hour walk. Diez horas a pie hasta Lancha del Rio and Travesia Lancha de Rio. Lancha de Rio. These are river boats going up the river. And then Travesia Caballo uh, on horseback to get to the next place. And then Travesia Vehicle. This is so unbelievable. I mean, this this chain of the way they've got this all worked out. It's 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 almost you would almost think this is a joke, it, but it's not. Four by four to get in the four by four vehicles. Uh, Carretera Panamericana y hora one hour ride away on these vehicles to get to Salida Campamento O uh, O N U in English. Uh, this is the UN camp, and uh, Li Bai is the uh, mainland Chinese poet, and uh, there you go. So that's that's how China is telling Chinese nationals to get to a United Nations camp, which is what we showed you, uh, San Vicente. That's you know Michael Yan was giving us a tour through that a couple of weeks ago, and what was the other one? Um, La, Lantas Blancas is I, for, I forgot the exact name. It was another camp, and there are a lot more camps down there. They're all funded by the United Nations and the United States. And then from those camps, more U.S. money kicks in with, uh, you know, Homeland Security, Mallorcas, uh, just, just driving them up into America, taking them to U.S. cities, depositing them across the country in anticipation for granting them all amnesty in time for the 2024 election. So this is what's happening. And this is why I've called for the arrest of Mayorkas. And uh, Senator Ted Cruz actually hammered the guy, which I think we should take a look at that. Yeah, in fact, here we go. Let's play a couple minutes from the recent exchange between Senator Ted Cruz of Texas and uh, Mayorkas, DHS Secretary Mayorkas, who is, a, uh, in my opinion, a traitorous, treasonous, uh, anti-American liar politician uh, evil person. <laughs> let's, let's, but let's let Cruz tear into him. Check this out. Here we go. Good morning, Secretary Mayorkas. Good morning. Is there a crisis at our southern border? Senator, uh, there is a very significant... That, that's a yes or no question. There's a very significant... Is there a crisis? Senator, there's a very significant challenge. I think you're... Maybe this is just theater... I'm sorry. Good guy, bad guy. Good, you know, he's. I could do a probably two-hour study on Cruz. So I, I'm not even. You can watch this part. I'm totally out of time anyway. But yeah, he does grill him, and it does sound great, and, it, and it's a great soundbite and everything. But do I think that right that Cruz is on the side of righteousness? No, I don't. I think he's playing his role as an actor, like they all are, pretty much at that level, and trying to create this good guy, bad guy. You know, I'm on this side. I'm on. You know, well, at the same time, the agenda just 
continues to move forward because at the end of the day, they're all on the same wicked team. So I'm, I'm totally out of time. So God bless you and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio. I might be just doing a newsletter next week. I don't know. I'm about due for one. So we'll see. God bless and see you then.